With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to On There with James Courts. I'm your host, James Courts. Uh, looking forward to this very first broadcast of uh, this magnitude. I hope uh, that you'll be enjoying this as we uh, go along. So today I just want to uh, begin by introducing myself. Again, I am James Courts. I, I live in uh, the Buckeye State of Ohio, enjoying a wonderful 64 degrees today, a little cloudy outside, uh, but nevertheless enjoying uh, having a wonderful day today. And so uh, let's get started. A uh, lot's going on in the world today. A lot of different things are taking place, and I'm sure uh, there are some people around that are worried. But nevertheless, uh, we just got to get through the day. Here are some of the top stories. North Korea threatens to cancel Trump's summit over U.S. nuke demands. You know, I tell you, there's. Uh, I, I do appreciate uh, our president and all that he's done. Uh, he gets a bad rap on some things. Uh, uh, of course, some things he deserves to, uh, you know, get poked at. But nevertheless, we have a, a time where peace can be brought to the world. And if he can pull this off and if North Korea can be brought into check, it's, it's a wonderful thing. Another news uh, alert would be in Hawaii. Has anybody been following this uh, volcano, uh, watching uh some of the news reports on this, and they say, don't worry about it. You know, <laughs> this thing's blowing up and all these fissures uh, breaking open, lava going everywhere. It's got to be nerve-wracking to, to live around something like that. Uh, I believe today it had exploded somewhat, and, uh, you know, what's next? You know, of course, you know, these folks, uh, they want to live on a, a place that could blow up at any time. I I, I don't understand that, but, you know, more power to them. You know, some other uh, things in our news is uh, Israel defends Gaza. What's wrong with Israel defending its borders? Now, here everybody's upset, worried about America moving its embassy to Jerusalem and, uh, you know, want, wanting to pacify, uh, you know, the the people around there that, uh, you know, America doesn't need to recognize the capital of, you know, of Jerusalem as for Israel. And uh, it's just a odd behavior. And a lot of people in the states here, liberals, uh, are, you know, so opposed, our European allies opposed to recognizing uh, Jerusalem as the capital for Israel. Makes no sense to me. Uh, history bears witness for thousands of years. Uh, Jerusalem belonged to the Jews. Why not? You know, why not recognize it as the capital? But again, politics as it is, and people uh, being who they are, you know, are always trying to oppose for whatever reason. And and of course, Donald Trump, he he really seems to not really care what people think about him or. Uh, some things. I think he made the right move. I think he did by wanting to 
see our embassy there. So more power to him. But Israel has a right to defend itself. The news outlets, they want to try to paint a picture that Israel is uh, in the wrong. That makes no sense to me. Now, if you have any thoughts today, if you're listening to the broadcast and you want to call in, uh, of course, you can call in, talk about whatever you want, uh, 929-477-2766, and we're here to uh, take your calls. Uh, you know, as far as topics go, talk about the news, talk about religion, talk about whatever it is is going on in your world today. I have my cup of coffee here. Uh, I drink a honey and French vanilla in my coffee, so whatever you're doing I uh, and drinking, um, you know, hope you're having a good morning or a good day. Other news would be the uh, a lot of stuff going on around the politics for the primary elections. It seems that everybody's worried about Democrats taking over uh, the House. It's not something to really get worried about. It is what it is. It's going to happen or it's not going to happen. The fact remains is if you're a Republican, if you're a conservative and you want to see our government uh, maintain its current policies, then you need to get out and vote. It's just that simple. Uh, if the Democrats can get out and muster people together to vote, well, then, you know, the Republicans ought to be able to do likewise. So uh, with that said, a lot of, lot of, you know, mudslinging, a lot of things taking place with the uh, politics, which I don't really understand why things have to get so ugly. I don't understand why people have to get so mean. I think politics should be based on policy, not whether or not, you know, how someone combs their hair or, or how they dress or uh, this and that. But people do some of the strangest things. I want to talk bad about somebody instead of, you know, talking about what someone believes. And so I think that should be, uh, if you go to the polls and you vote, I think that's what you need to do. You need to look at what that person stands for, what they are uh, promoting, and don't look at the, you know, what the mudslinging stuff says about what this person did in their past, whether or not they said something that upset somebody. You know, it's an amazing thing. It's gone from uh, political correctness to hate speech now. Uh, what I mean by that is, is you know, there was a point where you had to be uh, politically correct about everything. You couldn't say certain words or terminologies like, you know, uh, a sports team couldn't be called the Redskins because, you know, it's offending uh, the American Indians, uh, you know, and all these uh, different types of things. we got to be politically correct. Now it's gone to hate speech. If you say anything that could be cultural you know, appropriation, you know, if you, if you have a, a get-together and have Mexican food and, and it's a bunch of white people around, oh, that's, that's hate speech, you know, <laughs> because we're taking something from some other culture. It's just ridiculous. Uh, in the news, uh, a few weeks back, a girl went to prom and she dressed in an uh, Oriental-like type outfit, posted it, and all the world, it seemed like, just getting upset. Oh, how dare this girl do that? Cultural appropriation and made it like it's hate speech. Made it like this girl was hating on Asians or something. I don't I don't know. It's really ridiculous. But that's the world we live in right now. 
a lot of sensitive people, a lot of people with chips on their shoulder. They get upset about everything and anything. And, of course, I think to some degree uh, our news media is the hecklers. They're, they're you know, poking, uh, you know, the bear. They're, they're stirring the pot. And people are easily influenced. And so uh, they're planting seeds, seeds of negativity, seeds of, of things to uh, try to get people to be at odds with one another. And so I, I think that's, that's a problem. And as my opening statement of this broadcast is, is the world around us is crumbling. It's uh, falling apart. We need solutions, not division. Unfortunately, many people are bent on seeing the world burn, seeing the world fall apart. Our politics is no longer about, you know, make America great again. How can that be offensive? How can make America great again be offensive? And, of course, your, you know, your liberals, uh, they're going to see this phrase to mean something else and read into it something about, you know, Maxine Waters talking about slavery and Hillary Clinton talking about slavery. Make America Great Again has nothing to do with any of that. It has to do with that there is an atrophy in America. There is an absolute uh, falling away. There's a sickness that has come into our great nation. And there is an ideology, a philosophy uh, that is... Uh, in, infected and in uh, got itself into the, the core of our nation. It's no longer a melting pot, you know, of ideas. It's now even more segregated, more uh, divided, I think, than any time in history. I think it's uh, uh, worse than during the times of the Civil War. Uh, of course, there was a war that took place in the North and the South, which, uh, you know, I think that many people have the wrong idea of what uh, the war was about. The idea was over states' rights. Of course, you know, they say, try to say it's over slavery, but uh, I think it's, there's more depth to it than that. It's over states' rights. But nevertheless, right now we have our nation so divided, so split, and everybody has a way. I got to looking in my yard the other day, and I have some honeysuckle. Now, honeysuckle is beautiful. It smells great. You walk outside, and you, you get hit with that, that smell of honeysuckle. Well, uh, there's like something like 300 species of honeysuckle, and this happens to be one of the species uh, that here in Ohio was brought in, uh, I read, in the 1950s. And it's considered an invasive species. And uh, this honeysuckle is everywhere. I mean, it's growing everywhere. If you don't know what an invasive species is, it's just simply, uh, it's not native to a specific location. And uh, it has a tendency to spread to a degree. Uh, and it can cause damage uh, to uh, whatever it's invading. And, you know, a habitat's got to function properly. And, uh and when you bring something in or when something that's not native to that area comes in, it can actually take over and, and rob and end up, you know, destroying 
that particular habitat. Well, like I said, it's it's beautiful. You walk outside, but it's everywhere. I mean, it's growing over the other trees. Uh, flowering bushes are not going to uh, grow because it's taking nutrients from them and so forth and so on. And that's what's happened to America in many ways. There's an invasive species that has come into our great nation, that has come into our our country, and it's destroying the very principles and foundations of, of who we are as a nation. And I think, uh, you know, that's socialism. I believe that's the invasive species along with liberalism. Socialism is uh, a political economic theory that, uh, you know, advocates the uh, means of production and distribution. It's, it's that exchange should be owned or uh, regulated by a community. It's communal thinking that everybody should get a slice of the same pie, the same width, the same pieces. Everything has to be the same. Socialism doesn't work. As an invasive species into uh, what our founding fathers had established through our great constitution, socialism doesn't promote capitalism. I mean, it's anti-capitalism. Socialism seeks for... uh, you know, this this idea that we all should get the same. Well, not everybody is going to be as effective at a job. And so if someone's being paid the same rate for work as someone else, and they find out that they don't have to do as much, well, eventually the system collapses. Eventually with all the entitlements, with all the things that our nation is is trying to give to everybody and, you know, and make everybody a citizen of the United States that, uh, that you know, that comes from other countries, uh, from whether it be Mexico or, or wherever it is, and say we, in, in a manner of speaking, that they, ha- they should have rights as an American citizen to entitlements, that's socialism. We can't be a nation of socialistic values or else our very foundation of the of a country that we have will collapse and I believe that's what's happening I believe it is collapsing you see this in the political rhetoric uh, liberalism you know is a basic view of tolerance I don't think people really even understand what liberalism is <laughs> you know because uh, the, the the basic definition of liberalism is is a view of tolerance, but yet, if you're a Christian, you know it's not very tolerant, is it? Liberalism isn't. Uh, it's not tolerant of of, uh, of of someone who dissents or disagrees with someone else because liberalism accepts everything. That's what its purpose is, but it doesn't accept everything, does it? I mean, do the Democrats? You know, when uh, Mike Pompano was uh, before Congress and he was, uh, you know, being grilled by them to be the CI, I mean, to uh, be Secretary of State, uh, one of the Democrats was asking him about his opinion on same-sex marriage. And, of course, he holds to a view. It's between a man and a woman. And this Democrat was just making a big issue out of it, out of his religious views. And and 
why are we having litmus tests to be in office? Why are we having where you got to believe what a minority believes in order to be accepted? And let me tell you, it is a minority that seems to be overwhelmingly running the direction of this country, running it into the ground. And if you believe otherwise, I don't know what else to say, but uh, it's just a simple truth in that matter. Liberalism does not accept everyone. It's a, it's a, it's a fallacy. It's a, it's a falsehood. It's, it's a lie. Liberalism doesn't accept Christianity, as I said. It accepts Muslims, Buddhists, and Hindus, and anybody else that doesn't make uh, you know, a stand against some of their things. But, uh, no, Christians aren't accepted today in America. Isn't that strange? I remember as a boy growing up uh, in uh, southeast Texas, and I uh, was going to church, and a missionary came, a missionary from, from England. And uh, he came to the church, and he was showing slideshows. And he was showing how many churches uh, were closing in the U.K. All these churches closing down. And uh, he was, you know, sharing the importance of, hey, you know, we need missionaries to England. Well, you know... Uh, he went on with his speech, and he began to say, if we're not careful, it's going to happen to America. And my friends, that's what's happening to America right now. An overwhelming amount of people do not hold biblically-based Christian views, even if they call themselves a Christian. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, I want to call them weak Christians if they are Christians, but... There's many of them that don't hold a biblically-based view of what it means to be a Christian, a follower of Christ, Christ-like, ever how you want to uh, label that term Christian. And, and definitely it should be a follower of Christ. How can you be a liberal Christian and support homosexuality? How can you be a liberal Christian and support abortion? <laughs> you know what? I was down in Kentucky and talking to some people one time, and, and, it was, and it was a Democrat, and he was saying, you know, he believed in abortion, but he also said he was a Christian. Uh, here's, a quick, uh, here's a simple question. Does Jesus support abortion? Does the Bible support abortion? The answer is no. So you can't call yourself a Christian. You, you, you can't label yourself in that school of thought. That, that, that's, a, that's a lie. Christianity, true Christianity, doesn't support things that are in opposition to the will of God, opposition to the things that God wants. The truth of the matter, the whole truth and nothing but the truth is, God says marriage is between a man and a woman. If you call yourself a Christian, you have to support that idea. If you don't, well, then you're not following biblically-based uh, uh, Christianity. It's just that simple. And with all of these things happening in the world today, all of these ideas, this invasive species, as I was talking about, it's just absolutely overwhelming what it means to be an American Christian. 
Now, I'm a white male conservative, Christian. That's hate speech, just me saying that title now. Have you experienced that? Uh, there's Also, let me get on my soapbox here uh, uh, so a little bit more. Uh, I don't like the term racism. I, I, think, I think it's ridiculous. And if you're a Christian, you shouldn't believe in racism anyhow. And I mean it from this perspective. There's only the human race. Black, white, yellow, red, brown, whatever color you're trying to uh, paint, uh, uh, that's not a race. There's only the human race. That's all there is. You see, evolutionists came up with the idea that man uh, uh, evolved into different races for whatever reason. But here's the thing. Uh, we all can uh, effectively have children amongst the different colored people. So they're the same race. Uh, and that's just how it is. If it was different races, then you wouldn't be able to have offspring, children, from someone of a different color. And it's just ridiculous, this notion of racism. This, this, uh, and, and for anybody to keep talking about racism is to try to promote evolutionism. And so anyhow, that's my little soapbox for that. And we are in a nation today that is extremely divided on this, this, this point, this position. And for some odd reason, many people uh, of a different color than myself believe that they are in uh, 200 years ago believing that you know that their their life is being held back by the white man or or the system that they believe is white privilege, and there is no white privilege. I don't have any privilege. I'm just a poor man getting by. But yet, so many are promoting this this oddity today. Christianity has gotten weak in our nation. At one time, there was morals. Without the, the proper encouragement to do right, well, everything just falls apart. And prayer was removed from schools. What did that, uh, what did that start? What, 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 what began to happen? Uh, at one point, children learned to read uh, via a Bible in school a couple of hundred years ago or a hundred and something years ago. Not anymore. Children can't even bring a Bible to school. But these are the things we're facing today. This is the crumbling world we live in. And there needs to be a solution to this because it's running rampant. It's It's out of control. Now, I believe the solution is really, really a rather simple one. That people need to learn how to accept disagreement. That people need to uh, recognize and realize that someone, it's, it's all right if someone doesn't agree with them. Now, there was a time in my youth when I was very narrow minded. Um, I tell a story. Uh, many years ago, I was on a uh, 
worked for a construction company, and a gentleman was riding with me in a pickup truck. We were on a construction project, and uh, he was a learned man, and uh, he began to tell me about how I needed to read uh, this particular book. And I said, no, I don't need to read that book. I can read the Bible. And he began to, you know, uh, tell me how narrow-minded I was because I wasn't open to this other book. And uh, I put him out of my vehicle. <laughs> I made him walk back to the construction uh, trailer. I, I was driving and uh, stopped and said, get out. And so he got out and made him walk back to his trailer. Maybe not a nice thing to do. But back then I was, uh, you know, maybe a little bit more uh, pertinent than what I am now. But in any case, I digress. The point is, is that we got to learn how to agree to disagree. We need to learn to, uh, that political correctness doesn't have to be your religion. And that's what it seems to be with a lot of people. To, uh, if you disagree with me, then you must hate me. It's not hate speech to disagree. It's not hate speech to say I don't follow your standards. You know, I, I am of, of of a belief system of of Christianity that might be different from your belief system. I, you know, if you believe what you believe, but I believe what I believe. But don't don't hold it against me in a sense of becoming angry with me that I'm not persuaded to follow your methodology. Mitt Romney was upset with a preacher they call him Pastor Jeffries. Uh, I really don't know much about him uh, out of Texas. I believe he is. Anyhow, he does. He did the prayer for the embassy in Jerusalem. That's good, right? Cool. Well, Mitt Romney didn't like it because he said this this preacher uh, believed that Mormons weren't saved and that that uh, Islam was going to hell. Okay, I agree with that if that's what Pastor Jeffrey said. But uh, the fact remains is he has a right to believe what he believes. Mitt Romney didn't have a right to become upset. Of course, Mitt Romney probably wouldn't have thought anything if there would have been, uh, you know, a Mormon leading it, you know. But what about all the ones that don't agree with Mormonism? The point is, is you you got to get the chip off your shoulder. Not everybody has to agree with you. Not everybody has to believe what you believe. I may not agree with Donald Trump's uh, rhetoric. I may not agree with. And as far as him being a public speaker, I think he's horrible at it. Thank you very you Good wall. You know, I, I may not like that. I shouldn't make fun of the president's speech because I'm not that good of a speaker myself. But the fact remains is I like some of his policies. Would I prefer a more biblical – would I prefer a biblical – a Christian as president? Well, Sure. But Christians don't kid yourself. Donald Trump himself did say he never asked Jesus for forgiveness. 
But that's between him and God. But as far as policies go, well, he's gotten some things right. I think. Anyhow, that's my opinion. So what do you think? Do you think he got he's he's gotten some things right? Is America on track with its foreign policy, with its financial policies, with religious liberties? I think so. So the world around us is, is having problems. Divisive. But we need the solution. Just agree to disagree. Live your life how you know you ought to be living it. If you're a child of God, you know, live the biblical lifestyle. Live what it means to be a Christian. Don't be ashamed of the color of your skin. Don't let somebody shame you. We ought to and we should want to be what God has called us to be. We live in a great nation. We live in a great country. And I hope that we all recognize what we have been given. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this broadcast today. It was a, it's been a 30-minute broadcast. Again, I'm the host, James Quartz. Uh, come around. Let's uh, make this a daily thing. Call in if you want to. If you have some thoughts, some opinions, uh, let me know. Post it uh, on the website, and uh, we'll try to answer your questions as best as we can. All right, everyone, have a great and wonderful day. Nice broadcast. I hope you come back and join me tomorrow at 11 o'clock. You have a wonderful and great day. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.